is a stand up and talk for my right. I know what that is. See? And I don't care who the guy is. Because my right is my right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Ask the lawyer with Brian Figaro, founder and senior partner at the law firm of Figaro and Associates. Mr. Figaro opened his private practice in downtown Brooklyn in 1996. He specializes in personal injury, immigration, matrimonial law, bankruptcy, and wills and estate planning with a strong emphasis on litigation matters. As the Lawyer features Brian's legal advice as he answers the listeners' questions and shares his insights in achieving your goals and objectives. Every week, as the Lawyer also features interviews and guests related to Mr. Figaro's interests outside the law. Guests and topics include health and wellness, the civil rights war, music production, writers, as well as international and local political and religious leaders. Wide-ranging, fun, informative radio. That's Ask the Lawyer with Brian Figaro. Ask the Lawyer any question you like via email at bfigeroux at msn.com. That is bfigaro at msn.com for legal advice regarding specific situations. Appointments at the office will be made when you call 855-768-8845. Again, 855-768-8845. Please note that submitting questions do not create an attorney-client relationship. This is Ask the Lawyer. You have questions? We've got the answers. The number to call, the number to keep, the number to share is 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. And you can call us on absolutely any legal issue or concern that you may have. You can also visit us at www.askthelawyer.us. That's www.askthelawyer.us. Mr. Figaro, now that we've had the Democratic primaries, what are the expectations of our leaders in the community as we move forward? What are the problems? Good day, good day, good day. Uh, Brian Figaro, Figaro and Associates, this is Ask the Lawyer. You got questions, we got answers. And congratulations to Diana Richardson and Yvette Clark on their victories, especially Diana Richardson, who was, um, you know, one of those uh, candidates that um, we needed to keep there to avoid Jesse Hamilton and his conservative approach for issues facing the black community. Both Miss Richardson and Miss Clark were born in America, but they have a Caribbean background. And I would like them to obviously address the issues that is important to the Caribbean community. Whether it be immigration issues, fighting in Congress or fighting in Albany, or do more importantly, helping us in the community. Um, you need to allocate staff and part of your budget to serve that Caribbean community. Um, we have had some serious issues in terms of notaries and others taking advantage of immigrants in our community, like Ali Louison, who was arrested by the federal government in Vermont. We cannot allow people who, no one, whether they look like us, sound like us, to take advantage of us. And the expectations of our community is you, the elected officials, will protect us. COVID-19 has ravaged our community. COVID-19 is going to revisit in the fall, is going to revisit in the winter, and if we are not prepared as a community, a lot of us are going to die again, like, who, like what has happened already. A lot of us has died. Why? Underlying conditions, and I believe the hospitals were not prepared to deal with the issues that we have. There are better medicines now. 
that could lower the mortality rate. And we want to know, do these hospitals have these medicines for our community? Does these office or hospitals have proper equipment where they could treat us and keep themselves protected? And more importantly, you need to look at the more moral. You know, how are these frontline workers in the hospitals, how are they standing up? Are they going to treat our people like people? Because we talk about the white man, the white community not treating us well. Sometimes that same mistreatment comes from our own people. So COVID-19 is a big issue, will continue to be a huge issue. And we need you, both in Congress and upstate New York, in the Assembly, to protect our community wisely. And that doesn't mean just legislation. It means understanding what goes on in, in, in these hospitals. Are they responding to our people? Additionally, those of you who are undocumented shouldn't be scared to go to the hospital or to get the various tests. Do not let KKK, Russian Trump scare you into debt. Take care of yourself. Even if you have no medical um, coverage, you go to the hospitals. Again, this is ask the lawyer. You got questions. We got answers. We deal with legal issues. Obviously, we also support candidates in our community that we want to represent our immigrant community, our black community, properly. It means that they have to do it, these elected officials, with passion. It means that they should have hearings wherever possible, obviously Zoom, and talk to the community and say, well, listen, what happened? What's happening with you know, all these immigration issues? How are, how are you holding up? How are you holding up with COVID-19? How are you holding up with police misconduct? I myself was arrested in, in 2010, and Sergeant John of the 83rd Precinct said he's going to put me through the system and treat, teach me a lesson. Eventually, he was dismissed from the 83rd Precinct for sexual harassment of other officers there. But when I was arrested and he told me he's going to put me through the system, there were black officers there, Asian officers, and women, and they did nothing. They just allowed Sergeant John of the 83rd Precinct to do what he wanted, which is to obviously violate my civil rights. He also knew that I was a lawyer, and he really didn't care. So I am saying to, do, to you, the listeners, be careful. These officers, some of them are angry, and they want revenge. You cannot trust the NYPD, not even if they look like you. My name is Brian Figaro of Figaro & Associates. This is Ask the Lawyer. You got questions, we got answers. If you have an issue on civil rights issues, police misconduct, immigration issues, matrimonial issues, personal injury, wills and estate, you know, you have to obviously plan. Even if you own one home or no home, you need to plan for the future, especially with COVID-19. Who's, who's going to be the guardian of your children? How do you want your assets, limited or, or expansive, to be distributed ab among your estate? And, of those, and for those of you who have underlying conditions, obviously you should take this issue much more seriously. These are very trying times. People are obviously uh, have a lot of debt accumulation. They cannot pay their landlord. And we are seeing more bankruptcies, Chapter 7 bankruptcies, where you could get rid of your debt. You do not want to consolidate your debt. It makes no sense. How are you going to pay that consolidated debt if you can't even pay the debt itself at this moment? So you may have to consider a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, which allows you to keep your home and also allows you to get rid of all debts you have. We also have to look at tenants. Yes, tenants have, have their rights, but if someone owns a one-family, a two-family, a three-family, you should be treated differently by Albany. Your tenants, when they do not pay you rent, you're going to lose your home. And these tenants, some of them are working, some of them are getting unemployment, and they could pay their bills, but they are not doing so. You have to protect your home, 
which is your pension plan, which is the only asset that you have held throughout your life. And Albany needs to have solutions. They could subsidize rent for people. There's, there should be more subsidies for people who um, rent from a one-family, two-family, three-family to protect these homeowners. So again, our elected officials have to be creative. They have to know, obviously, some have a higher burden than others, especially in the black, Latino, Caribbean immigration community. And we have to take those issues into consideration when we legislate. So whether it be in Albany, whether it be in Washington, uh, Ms. Clark, Congresswoman Clark, Diana Richardson, and all the elected officials, the public advocate, advocate for these issues. Many times you have misspoke or that have not spoken enough, Jamani Williams, on these issues. And what it tells people when they listen to you is that, one, you do not understand the issues, and two, you do not have a plan. So as public advocate, you should be advocating to the other elected officials as to what sort of legislation that should be done. We know that there are lawyers in the city council, there are lawyers in Albany that could help put together the legislation. But you all have to be creative. You all have to understand the needs of the community in order to make a demand. As the governor said, after your protest, there should be legislation and are these black Latino immigrant communities, are their representatives ready to inspire legislation that could make our lives better? My name is Brian Figaro of Figaro & Associates. This is Ask the Lawyer. You got questions, we got answers. You could visit our website at www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. You could call our toll-free number, 855-768-8845. Again, 855-768-8845. You could visit uh, New York City Media Training, our parent company for all our radio shows. That's www.nycmediatraining.org. Again, www.nyc mediatraining.org if you're interested in what we think and what we think should be done about diversity in America visit diversity equality inclusion and diversity inclusion equality and that website um, you could get that link on www.NewYorkCityMediaTraining.org. Again, www.NewYorkCityMediaTraining.org. Or you could visit the website, www.DiversityInclusion.nyc. Again, DiversityInclusion.nyc. You could also make donations at those websites. Again, Congresswoman Clark. Assemblywoman Diana Richardson, please, you know, help our community with proper legislation and with proper community outreach by your offices in our community. Thank you. Do you have a legal issue, question, or concern? Turn to Ask the Lawyer. You have questions? We've got answers. For a free consultation or to refer a client, visit www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. You can also register for our free paralegal program, get legal news, business consults, or other information on educational issues. Yes, Ask the Lawyer. You have questions? We've got answers. For a free consultation or to refer a client, visit www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. The big topic today is VAWA. When the Office of the United States Attorney for the District of Vermont announced on July 18, that a federal grand jury returned a 12-count indictment against Arlo Luizor, 
53 of Brooklyn for running an immigration fraud scheme. The investigation revealed hundreds of our applications. Where false statements were made in connection with the form I-360, Petitions for Status Adjustments under the Violence Against Women Act, VAWA. Mr. Figaro, what is VAWA and also can you speak about advance parole? Yes, Ms. Philip. Yes, Ms. Philip. VAWA, the Violence Against Women's Act, it was passed in 1994. Uh, Senator Biden at the time was one of the sponsors of that legislation. Uh, we know that he became Vice President Biden with President Barack Obama. So VAWA is intended for people who have been victims of abuse, whether it be physical, mental abuse. Um, what the U.S. government is basically doing with VAWA is they're saying, you know, whether a spouse is a green card holder or a U.S. citizen, no spouse should subjugate themselves to violence, to, you know, abuse and be scared of their immigration status in America. In fact, in recent times, uh, the Trump administration under Sessions, they decided that anyone who files a VAWA application that is fraudulent, that doesn't meet the standard required for the approval, that those people should be placed in deportation. So if the U.S. attorney is saying that hundred, there were hundreds of VAWA applications that are questionable, it means that all of these people who file the Form I-360, which is the petition for the VAWA, may be subject to deportation, may be subject to being served an NTA, a notice to appear for deportation. VAWA, obviously, when you file that I-360 application, you must have evidence. What is evidence of abuse? Evidence of abuse is obviously restraining orders. Maybe you have a restraining order in family court. Maybe your spouse was arrested. Maybe you made complaints to the NYPD about abuse at your home. Again, the spouse must be a U.S. citizen or green card holder. If your spouse is not a U.S. citizen or green card holder and you are being abused, that's the U visa. You could testify against someone who you are not married to and hopefully that person would be prosecuted for their crimes against you and then you qualify for a U visa. The district attorney will give a letter so that you take to the immigration attorney or whoever is representing you and they will use that letter to state that obviously that you cooperated with the DA's office in prosecuting someone who was um, abusing you, a non-U.S. citizen, green card holder, or someone who you were not married to. So in order to qualify for VAWA again, there must be a marriage, there must be a relationship. It could be a parent, it could be a child. You must have some sort of legal relationship. So, if you have a VAWA application that is pending, that is being denied, and you are a victim of that fraud, it means that it is possible that immigration is going to serve you a notice to appear. If you are served a, a notice to appear, then you have to ask your question, what is your defense for deportation? Is it cancellation of removal? Is it adjustment of status? Is it a U visa? So anyone who did a petition out of these hundreds of petition, the question you have to be asking yourself is, am I going to be served this NTA? Was you, did you make a valid application for abuse? And we said, what is a valid application? Police uh, restraining orders, police reports medical issues in hospitals or your doctors that you could talk about if there was any violence. Counseling, you must, you must go to counseling so that you could have a record of the abuse over time. 
these are the type of evidence that immigration wants. If you didn't get counseling, if there's no police reports, if the person is unrelated to you, it means that you may have signed a fraudulent application for a relief that you're not entitled to. Anyone who commits immigration fraud is subject to a lifetime ban for any immigration benefit. There's no exceptions to the rules. There's no waivers. So you may be in a situation where you may have to testify in order to get a U visa at the Kings County District Attorney's Office. Why? Because they are the ones who conduct investigations on fraud, whether it be a notary, which the gentleman is, that committed these acts against you, so is the New York, is the Kings County District Attorney, Mr. Gonzalez, is his office bringing any, um, any, any investigations? And can you testify as a credible witness against this person? And that will qualify you, hopefully, to get a U visa. There are other requirements with a U visa. And we have posted this information on the Caribbean American Weekly's website, we have, the, we have PDF files and different things that talk about a U visa. You could visit our website, uh, www.cawnyc.com. Again, www.cawnyc.com. On this show, we call it Ask the Lawyer. You got questions, we got answers. You could also go to the Ask the Lawyer website, www.askthelawyer.us and you could schedule a free consultation. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. You could go to that website and schedule a free consultation if you are a victim of fraud. doesn't matter who is committing the fraud against you, you have that free consultation. Also, in this show, we also give out the number to call, 855-768-8845. Again, 855-768-8845 if you are a victim of fraud. Now, what I've said to people is we are in Trump times. He has no respect for the Caribbean countries, African countries, Latin American countries. He has, in fact, in fact insti instigated violence. He uses a lot of what we call in law fighting words, so to speak, where he is he just doesn't care. And you need to get it that if you are obviously an undocumented person here, you must follow the law, whether it be immigration or otherwise. Otherwise, you're going to get yourself into trouble like this 1,800 people, according to the U.S. Attorney, that are in trouble. Hopefully, it's not 1,800. But those of you who had those applications go out and you put your signatures on those applications, you're going to be held responsible for those applications and the information in it. People are saying that, hey, we didn't see what was on the form. We signed blindly. Immigration doesn't care. So, I'm saying to those of you out there that is listening to the program and those of you who could share information with your friends and family that they need to take this issue seriously. Again, VAWA is for people who are green card holders, married to green card holders or U.S. citizens. People who parents, children may be subject to abuse also. You have to prove, you have to give evidence and evidence is like counseling, evidences like police reports with the NYPD, evidences medical records, evidences obviously the counseling that you receive. Um, in fact, we're going to be um, publishing stories on VAWA as to who qualify or don't qualify in the Caribbean American Weekly and the Immigrants Journal. We have done so in the past. Why? Because we know that you have to understand your rights. Whether you go to a lawyer or whoever you go to, you need to understand the law. You cannot allow people to trick you into situations 
that has more consequence to you rather than to the person completing that form. In New York, my understanding is anyone who fills out forms on immigration issues must be bonded. Is that person bonded? They must have a sign in the office that they complete immigration forms. They are not lawyers. They cannot give you legal advice. These are the things that you must understand if you cannot afford an attorney. Is that person following the rules? And being naive is not a, 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 a defense for fraud. You have to understand the process. When you have an attorney or whoever representing you, they have to explain step one, step two, step three in the VAWA process, the Violence Against Women's Act of 1994, amended also several times. So you cannot be complacent in your representation. You have to act like an intelligent person that you are. And you cannot ex expect that people will say, okay, you know, you're a victim, when in fact you contributed to the issue. My name is Brian Figaro. This is Ask the Lawyer. You got questions, we got answers. At the Ask the Lawyer website, we have a podcast that we produce so that you could listen to this and other presentations that we have made on various immigration issues. At Figaro & Associates, we believe that a, a in, we want an intelligent client is the best client. We want you to understand the law, the process. We are not going to treat you as if you are fools. Some of us go to attorneys. They treat us as fools. We do not ask questions. They do not explain the process properly for you. They do not give you a flyer on certain issues that you are interested in. Please do not behave like a fool. Do not act like a fool, so to speak. Don't when you any attorney that is representing you, they must explain the process. Anyone who is doing any giving you free legal whatever, you know, whether it be a non profit or whether it be these notaries out there that are not supposed to, you need to understand your legal rights. There are many articles on Caribbean American Weekly. You could search under immigration and you could get that information. Again, the website that you can go to for the publication, Caribbean American Weekly, is www.cawnyc.com. Again, www.cawnyc.com. For Ask the Lawyer, you want to <coughs> schedule a consultation, a free one www.askthelawyer.us Again, www.askthelawyer.us You could also go to the Facebook for Caribbean American Weekly or the Immigrants uh, Journal or Figuron Associates. If you want to call and make an appointment, the number is 855-768-8845 Again, 855-768-8845 for those of you who want to travel, there's something called advanced parole. It is for humanitarian reasons. Some of us are separated from our, fa from our, fam our families for a long time. So if you have a family member that is very ill or may have passed on, children, other relatives, then you could do something called advanced parole. Uh, advanced parole doesn't qualify you for a work permit. So some people, they got their work permits and they believe that because they got a work permit, that life is going to be great, they're going to get a green card. That is not true. So those of you who got a work permit, hey, you are not out of the woods. You are, those VAWA applications are going to be denied. Also, for those of you who have got advanced parole, that is okay. It is humanitarian. But God forbid Trump says, okay, we're going to use these people who travel, use their information to go pick them up. And under the Trump Sessions administration and now the Trump Bar administration, these dudes, these cats, whatever you want to call them because they are not 
our political leaders. They are frauds themselves. They do not represent all Americans. Do not take these guys for granted. They are full of hate. They are racist. And that's why on this show, we call them the President KKK Russian Trump. It took a long time for CNN, MSNBC, and other um, mainstream media to call the president out. Why it took them so long? Well, guess why? This is Ask the Lawyer. You got questions? We got answers. Ms. Philip? That's right. So do not hesitate. Do not procrastinate. Call us right now and take advantage of your free no obligation legal consultation. The number to call, the number to share, and the number to keep is 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. And remember, you can visit us at www.askthelawyer.us. That's www.askthelawyer.us. Do you have a legal issue, question, or concern? Turn to Ask the Lawyer. You have questions? We've got answers. For a free consultation or to refer a client, visit www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. You can also register for our free paralegal program, get legal news, business consults, or other information on educational issues. Yes, ask the lawyer. You have questions? We've got answers. For a free consultation or to refer a client, visit www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. AskTheLawyer.us Criminal defense and DUI attorneys, the law firm of Figaro & Associates, offers aggressive local representation serving New York City. Driving under the influence, all misdemeanors and felony charges, drug possessions and sales, rude conduct, theft and embezzlement, domestic violence, and police misconduct. All non-citizens are also given advice on immigration consequences of their arrest, plea, or conviction. To consult with an attorney, call 855-768-8845. Again, 855-768-8845. Don't gamble with your future. York, let's protect our children. Look for signs of multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. This is a new health condition associated with COVID-19. Seek care if your child has a persistent fever and any of these symptoms. Irritability, sluggishness, abdominal pain, diarrhea, vomiting, lack of appetite, red or pink eyes, red cracked lips, red tongue, swollen hands or feet, or a rash. If your child is severely ill, go to the emergency room or call 911 immediately. Does the thought of bankruptcy keep you up at night? The fear of losing your home, the harassing calls from creditors, your wages being garnished. How will you survive? What will you do? The law firm of Figueroa & Associates will protect you. Figaro & Associates is one of the most sophisticated consumer bankruptcy law firms in the country, and they will fight to protect your rights. Have the peace of mind knowing that your case is being handled by experienced consumer bankruptcy attorneys. Don't let the bank take your home. There is a way out. Call the law firm of Figaro & Associates today for a free consultation. 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. The law firm of Figaro & Associates will explain all your options and help you decide the best course of action. Schedule your free consultation today. 855-768-8845 or visit 311bankruptcy.com. That's 855-768-8845 or visit 311bankruptcy.com and put those sleepless nights to bed. 
Every day, thousands of people get injured in accidents, many of which are due to someone else's negligence. The difference between getting the right compensation and getting nothing often starts with finding the right attorney. Call the law firm of Figaro & Associates. Their attorneys are experienced in the complex area of personal injury law. Get the right legal team that understands you. The consultation is free. No settlement, no fee. Let Figaro & Associates help you get compensated for your injuries. Call now. To schedule an appointment, call one 855 7688845 that is 18557688845 we are here to provide information to individuals regarding filing a claim for a personal injury matter and today we have miss Aisha Hodge from Figaro and Associates who would be informing us about the process great to be here uh, first in filing a claim we have to establish that there's a claim to be filed um, to begin with uh, for personal injury, the law covers any wrong or damage done to a person, property, rights, or reputation resulting from someone else's negligence. Whether the injury is physical or psychological, the challenge in a personal injury case is to clearly determine who's at fault and prove the negligence or carelessness of the other party. Aisha, what would be the first step in filing a claim for a personal injury action? Well, uh, to file a, a claim, the first step would be that, you know, you would seek medical treatment. Because obviously, if you're saying that you have a personal injury, without any sort of medical records stating what the injuries are, then it is assumed that there is no injuries at all. So it has to be stated on a medical record by a physician, licensed in the state, so that we can establish what was noted in those case notes regarding to the injury and making it sure that it stemmed from what you stated that it stemmed from. Um, some of these other uh, requirements will be obtaining incident reports. This could be from the ambulance. This can be from the police, which obviously, if it's a car accident, the police sh should have been called on the scene to make sure that you get the uh, license plates, insurance information, and also the name of the drivers, any witnesses, and so forth. So the more detailed, the better to support your case, um, in addition to pictures and so forth and also you taking your own personal notes um, although police may be on the scene or you have an ambulance report those things might be also incorrectly inserted on the report such as you know who were the drivers or the location and um, you may not be able to detect it right away but taking your own personal notes will be helpful in your case because obviously you are valuing your case and you are the one who will be able to establish what really happened. Okay, Aisha, you mentioned about establishing a case against the city of New York and the state of New York. Would you mind distinguishing between the two? To name a few, some of the institutes that would fall under the city of New York, uh, we would say the MTA, um, New York City Housing, the NYPD. And when in regards to a state, we can look at some of the school districts, some of the college, and also even some of the medical institutions, such as some of the hospitals and also other private organizations. And Aisha, can you briefly discuss or tell us what are some of the statute of limitation periods when filing a case against the city of New York as opposed to the state of New York? The statute of limitation varies depending on the type of case, but I want to emphasize in regards to the city of New York and the state of New York, um, there's a 90 days notice for filing a claim against the city, and the 90 days is for notice for notice of intention to file a claim against the state. Other limitation, like I said, it also varies on the type of case. For legal malpractice, you have three years. In regards to medical malpractice, it's two years and six months from the date of malpractice or from the end of continuous treatment rendered by the party or entity you intend to sue for a particular condition, illness, or injury. In regards to rape, there's no limit. In regards to slip and fall, it's three years from the date of incident. Um, in regards to wrongful death, it's two years from death. In regards to assault and batteries, one year from act or two or five years, depending on the facts. This is with a criminal matter. With burglary, it's two or five years, depending on the facts. Last but not least, and again, this is just a few that we're giving you case types. False imprisonment, one year. Thank you, Aisha, for that extensive list. Do you have a legal issue, question, or concern? Turn to Ask the Lawyer. You have questions? We've got answers. 
For a free consultation or to refer a client, visit www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. You can also register for our free paralegal program, get legal news, business consults, or other information on educational issues. Yes, ask the lawyer. You have questions? We've got answers. For a free consultation or to refer a client, visit www.askthelawyer.us. Again, www.askthelawyer.us. Are you a landlord with a tenant from hell? Are you a tenant with a slump landlord? You have rights. Don't take matters in your own hands. Let us handle matters for you legally. Call the law firm of Figaro and Associates today for a free consultation. Call 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. Remember, the lawyer you hire does make a difference. Let's protect our children. Look for signs of multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. This is a new health condition associated with COVID-19. Seek care if your child has a persistent fever and any of these symptoms. Irritability, sluggishness, abdominal pain, diarrhea, vomiting, lack of appetite, red or pink eyes, red cracked lips, red tongue, swollen hands or feet, or a rash. If your child is severely ill, go to the emergency room or call 911 immediately. Divorce, separation, support, custody. The common factor? They keep you up at night. Sleep well knowing that you have the law firm of Figaro and Associates on your side through this difficult time. Don't divorce your money. Don't divorce your children. Divorce your spouse. Whether it's a contested or uncontested divorce, the law firm of Figaro and Associates will guide you through every step of the process. From child custody to property and debt concerns, the law firm of Figaro and Associates has the experience and expertise in handling cases involving significant assets and complicated issues. A divorce can be one of the most unpleasant experiences a person ever has to go through. Don't do it alone. Stop the sleepless nights and call the law firm of Figaro and Associates, 855 That's 855-768-8845 or visit 311divorce.com. That's 311divorce.com. At the law firm of Figaro & Associates, a divorce is not the end, it's a new beginning. Do you need to do a deed transfer? Figaro & Associates would be happy to help. We would be glad to assist you with adding a spouse, family member, or partner to a deed, removing an individual from a deed, and transferring a deed from an individual to a corporation, LLC, or trust. We would also assist you with advice on whether a deed transfer would violate the terms of your mortgage, advice on the best way to take title, whether it's tenants in common, joint tenancy, or rights of survivorship. We would also advise you on the best type of deed to use. For a free consultation, call the law firm of Figaro & Associates at 855-768-8845. Again, 855-768-8845. Welcome back. This is Ask the Lawyer. You have questions. We've got the answers. Call us right now. The number to call, the number to share, and the number to keep is 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. And you can call us on issues such as immigration, bankruptcy, foreclosures, personal injury, landlord and tenant, wills and estate planning, and deed transfers. And talking about deed transfers, deed theft, it always hits close to home. The problem? Imagine being told that the house you own is no longer yours. What? But I didn't sell my home, would likely be your first response. This story is becoming all too common in New York City, where rapidly gentrifying neighborhoods have caused property values to soar, making deed theft increasingly attractive to criminals. 
Deed theft can be divided into two categories, forged deeds and fraudulently transferred deeds. Want to welcome once again Learned Counsel, Mr. Brian Figaro. Mr. Figaro, could you please explain the difference between forged deeds and fraudulently transferred deeds? Yes, Ms. Philip, and, um, you know, thank you for your research. It's the biggest in the community. And um, what is a forged deed? Well, basically, um, any transfer of a property in New York uh, City, New York State, must be registered at the county's uh, register's office. And these deeds could be, most times when we're talking about fraud, it's a, a quick claim deed, meaning the, the seller, the owner, has conveyed his or her property to the buyer. And who is that buyer? What are the issues associated with making a deed transfer? Now, deed transfers and you know, or fraudulently conferred uh, conveyed deeds. You know, one of the culprits probably is a notary. Was there a notary? And that's why notaries are held to high standards. It's a, it could be a misdemeanor, it could be a felony, it could be a situation where that notary has financial uh, liability associated with their misdeed, so to speak. Um, anyone who is transferring property. Uh, through the quick claim deed or any ty other type of transfer, you need a notary to notarize those signatures. And those signatures have to be people with proper identification. Now, do, the, do these people have in, improper identification? Um, has the notary been set up, so to speak? That's a separate issue. And a lot of this end up in some sort of uh, civil litigation. Um, in New York City, unfortunately, um, you know, Properties become more valued when the zoning laws change. Um, other people who may be susceptible to fraud is probably the elderly. And um, obviously, people who might be in foreclosure, uh, people who might be in some sort of litigation with their property may find that they may be a victim of some sort of fraudulent conveyance and even, as we said, a fraudulent, uh, fraudulent deed um, transfers. Again, you know, we said you could register with New York City. And, um, you know, we know this is a problem that is in all communities, but in the Caribbean community, uh, Orlando? Yes, sir. It, it, it is uh, truly a big problem. And uh, this is something I wish there are more sure to educate the people about the transfers and all the fraudulent things that is happening. I can tell you, Mr. Figueroa, it's like... Uh, Honor your father and mother if our children respect that that would save a lot of problems right. and uh we can we see a lot of our senior senior citizens a lot of parents who have property for some reason or another they a lot of them are victim of people who came befriend them for a short period of time and transfer the property or lend them five thousand ten thousand dollars and they want to de transfer because of that transaction and yes they, not only that there is a uh, something that they come to you they say hey we can give you five thousand dollars every month for a hundred for a million dollar property yeah <laughs> and, and some of our people are not aware those are scammed because they may be owing water taxes they might have other tax liabilities on the property they might be financially stressed they may have tenants that are not paying rent and those tenants that are not paying rent is leading to other financial issues so a lot of times people who do these deed transfers are actually miss philip in a desperate financial situation oh, definitely when, when they do that too they're not even aware that they are transferring the deed. Well, in terms of fraudulent transfers, we know the solution for people in New York City. Ms. Philip is registering at that New York City Department of Finance website. You want to give more information on that as we go along? And so, Orlando, what you're saying is, so you have met people through your ministries and what have you, right? That I mean, it's very common in our Caribbean community right now. Mm -hmm. Very common. There are a bunch of scams going on. And... Uh, for some reason, parents and children are not communicating, and other people or the community take advantage of them. Right, so the people get reported to the district attorney's office in the county that they live, 
that they believe that they, they've been subject to fraud, uh, criminal activities. Sometimes when people go to the local precincts or even to the district attorney's office, they may tell them, look, this is a civil matter, not a criminal matter. So sometimes you have to get an attorney who will help you determine whether or not it's totally civil and whether there's criminal issues so that, you know, you have that learned counsel helping you get in justice at the district attorney's office in your county that you live. Ms. Yes, and you can contact learned counsel. This is a great opportunity to get a free initial consultation and you can call us right now, 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. And if you know anyone who is in that situation, please share the number with them so they too can call and get that free consultation. The number once again is 855-768-8845. And you know the website we were talking about you mentioned earlier on. You can go to the the you can go and you know to prevent deed fraud, you need to register for the recorded documentation. You need to register for the recorded document notification program, and you can get that through the New York City Department of Finance website. Once again, it's the recorded document notification program, which would, you know, notify you anytime a document is recorded related to your property. So there are means and ways that you can protect yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah I just registered there also. Every property owner should do I, that. I they should know, do that I, right I, away. I don't know. You know, some ministers, you go to them and they but transfer your property. <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't transfer mine to Orlando, right? <laughs> what can they do when they find out too late? It's after the loved one die. And right. then that the property well, I mean, obviously, well, this, this, this registration of the city is a good idea to get that fraud alert. And obviously, you must have an email address. Uh, for, for the older folks, sometimes that's an issue. So the, maybe their, their children, their grandchildren, could, they could register with them so that they get the, the alerts unless those are the people who might be trying to take the property away. That's another issue. So maybe you could have your, your counsel uh, get those alerts on, on, on behalf of the client. Um, so, you know, we're talking about issues related to property, home ownership. Um, whether you own a home or you have investment properties or whether you plan to um, own a property, own a home, um, these are some of the precautions that you should take. Uh, we have some great interviews coming up on um, you know, um, financing your first home purchase or other purchases, so please stay tuned. And I want to thank Mr. Apon for being here today with us for both the TPS issue and for obviously the transfer issues. Mm -hmm. Ms. Philip? Yes, thank you so much Minister Opo. It was a pleasure having you here and of course this is Ask the Lawyer. You have the questions. We've got the answers. Call us right now. 855-768-8845 That's 855-768-8845 and you can call on absolutely any legal issue or concern that you may have whether you need that first consultation that second consultation, that third consultation or the 100th one you need to get the right information to make the right decision so do not hesitate do not procrastinate call us right now 855-768-8845 that's 855-768-8845 welcome everyone we are joined by a special guest today Kimon Gooden who is the coordinator of Jamaica Diaspora Day good to have you here with us Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. Our pleasure. So recently you had, you held Jamaica Diaspora Day. Tell us about that event. So last week, actually it's exactly a week as of yesterday, um, we celebrated uh, Jamaica Diaspora Day, Tuesday, June 16th. And Jamaica Diaspora Day was established in Jamaica by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the government back in 2005. So this year was um, almost 17 years from the, the time it was first initiated and now. And every year at, on that day, Jamaicans around the world in the diaspora just kind of take a moment to kind of you know, um, acknowledge and recognize all the work and all the co collaboration with Jamaica and everything that happens in partnership between the diaspora and Jamaica. 
So normally, before COVID, um, that would actually be a time when we'd have an event um, in Jamaica, usually the Diaspora Conference, every other year. Mm-hmm. And in between years, the different celebrations. But now in this COVID era, nobody can't go anywhere, right? We can't right. <laughs> the Jamaica Diaspora, the J- Jamaica Diaspora Task Force Action Network, which is a network of Jamaica Diaspora Task Forces focused on developments in Jamaica in particular sectors, decided it would be nice to emulate that live experience virtually. And so we had 13 hours of content from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. back-to-back sessions from education, to technology, to health, et cetera, um, to really continue the, the, the spirit of the day, which is technology, all of the diaspora's contributions to Jamaica and all of the work that we do with Jamaica all the time. So what was the big takeaway from this year's conference, especially the environment that we are in right now, the COVID-19 era? Well, what is clear is that, you know, the diaspora is still very committed to supporting national development in Jamaica. What is unique about COVID, unlike a hurricane or some other disaster, is that there isn't any single country dealing with it, right? We're all dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And so you could expect, well, as we all focus on maintaining our own lifestyles and figuring out what's happening in our own house, you know, the spirit of giving would be diminished, but it's not. You know, there's still so much interest and, and energy around how can we help, what can we do as it relates to COVID and also outside of COVID. And that has not changed. And it's very encouraging to see, you know, the level of service that continues in the diaspora um, towards Jamaica and thinking through all the ways we can facilitate that. And so the sessions um, starting in the beginning with meeting World War Diaspora organizations all the way down to the end when we ended with citizen security and crime is to do two things, is to get an update on key initiatives and seeing additional ways the diaspora can get involved, and also to share what's already happening and so people can see, okay, what are the different ways that I can join what's happening and make it bigger or add to it. And so that was the the main focus of of the the, the entire day's event. Excellent. So what's next um, since the day has passed? What's next and how can the diaspora continue to be involved and to contribute so it's, it's interesting that you you know give gave us the opportunity to join your show and reached out because we're actually right now at this moment sending out a recap of the entire day mm-hmm. and so we're um, at, you know outlining all the sessions all the recorded links um, which were live and then listing all of the projects associated in each area and we'll have it on our website and it's diasporaday.jdtan.org and basically in all of those areas that were presented throughout the day, anyone can go on and see the session, see what projects are currently active, and connect to the team that's working on it. So, excuse me, we have task forces that are focused on each of those areas. So the easiest way is to join a task force, and that link is joinatasforce.jdtan.org. That's joinatasforce.jdtan.org, or go to dashforaday.jdtan.org. And that recap will be posted later this afternoon. And you can look at this, review the recorded session, see a project you want to jump on, and then follow the contact information for that leader who's taking the lead on that particular area um, online. So those are two specific ways that um, folks can connect. And the sessions are always just the beginning, right? We want to give information, get people inspired, excited, and then now the project starts or continue. And so we really want to give to let people know what those projects are so that they can provide their expertise whichever way they're able to provide it. So, Ms. Gooden, as we move forward, what are your words of encouragement, inspiration, and motivation to the diaspora? You know, these are troubling times. You know, we are in the midst of a global pandemic, and on top of that, we have, you know, these unfortunate highlights of the ongoing systematic issues we've had in this country from the beginning of time. And all at once, and then now I just saw something yesterday about some, um, I've also heard that there's the, the upcoming hurricane season will be the, the worst or the largest or the, um, the most active in however many years. And just a lot of things happening at once. But the spirit of giving is continues. And I think, you know, there's a saying that when times are hard, offer your service. And in offering your service, it reminds you of what? You can be grateful for it, carry that gratitude forward, and it makes everybody happier. The people you're serving, yourself, you know, there's just happiness all the way around. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really encouraged that with all of these catastrophes in many different areas, 
you know, that spirit of service continues. And I think that it will serve our countries and it will serve us. Please give out the website again for me. It's JD Tan, which is Jamaica Diaspora Task Force Action Network dot org. And you can also email us at info at jdtan.org. And for folks who want to volunteer, you can join the different projects that I had identified earlier at joinataskforce.jdtan.org. Thank you so much, Kimon, and we look forward to having you back again. Thank you for inviting me. Have a wonderful afternoon. You as well. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And this is where we come towards the end of our show. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you have the opportunity for free, no obligation, legal consultation on absolutely any legal issue or concern that you may have. The number to call, the number to share, and the number to keep is 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. Or you can visit us at www.askthelawyer.us. That's www.askthelawyer.us. You could also visit our website for the latest issue of Caribbean American Weekly and the Immigrants Journal. Go to cawnyc.com. That's cawnyc.com. And while you are there, you can also take 10 minutes and fill out the census. Remember, you have the opportunity for free consultation, 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. Be happy, be safe, be well.